With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. I'm a mess. I do my makeup in the car. Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock. I admit, I'm always about to fall apart. But you would never notice cause I make you think I'm not You're saying on me But you don't, but you don't, but you don't Make you look easy But you don't, but you don't Looks can be deceiving Could let you see the real me But I let you think I'm perfect Um so this is take two, not ideal. Um, after we just finished bragging on our reel about how great we are and about how podcasting, we just hit a million downloads. A milli, a milli, Spencer a Spencer was talking for a couple of minutes and I was like, I can't hear you. And she didn't have her microphone plugged in. Literally, I'm futzing with all the cords thinking like something's wrong with my headset. No, it was my fucking mic. Didn't have it plugged in. But you know what? Podcasting is not hard. It is actually hard. We were talking about it when we were recording our reels. We're like, it actually isn't easy. So here's the thing. I think it is kind of like influencing and having an Instagram account. Sure. Can anybody do it? Yeah. Theoretically, sure. Yeah. Is it easy? It's not difficult. No, it's but easy. But it's a lot of work. It's easy to have a podcast. It's hard to have a good one. Correct. Ooh. Did she just go yeah. there? Put that on a pillow. Listen, merch <laughs> coming in hot. Ashley Peters, last night we were talking. Yes, I How saw. How funny. We need more merch like that. We do. This year, we... This is our year. This is our year to... We already talked about it last year, right? And we had such good feedback from you guys. I think a lot of people are on the same page as us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about, like, resolutions, but right. it's really, like progress and peace truly progress and peace what decisions are we making what moves are we making in our lives to bring us those two things yeah but also in our business we are committed Mm -hmm. to following through we We are are. we are both medicated now we're ready we're good listen and okay I wasn't even going to talk about this but Spencer spilled the beans okay so we did sorry no 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 now I'm gonna have anxiety I'm kidding (laughs) I don't know can I make jokes about that now because I'm diagnosed with um ADHD. Sure can. Make it your anxiety. personality trait. Sorry. Like we needed a doctor to tell me, but I used ZocDot last week. Spencer, you kind of pushed me there. I did. Spencer's over here making me take the steps in the right direction. Or maybe she's annoyed with me. No. Maybe I, that was really what you were doing. Chronically annoyed with myself. <laughs> but also, I'm no doctor, but I can pretty much diagnose my own issues and other people. <laughs> And so here we are. And so I used ZocDot and Spencer did it. It was so easy. And so I did it and it was so easy. And this, this episode is not even sponsored by them. So just hear us out. I talked to, I've never, y'all, I've never talked to a therapist. I've never talked to anybody outside of my gynecologist or my primary care doctor, like ever. I know your resume is a little different. But that's okay. I admire that. And it's not because I think there's anything wrong with it. I just never have. So 
I told Spencer when I had booked my appointment, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to cry. Like, I was like talking her off a ledge. Right. But I do, I totally understand where yeah. you were coming from though. And it's not like I was trying to tell the doctor and I did cry only one time. I didn't tell you this. I only cried one time. And while we were going through, cause she has you like fill out questionnaires and stuff. The only time I've ever filled out a psychological evaluation, ironically, was when I was um, auditioning for that Paris Hilton, my BFF reality show. You literally get locked in a hotel room. <laughs> you want to make sure they're not nuts. Listen, they flew me into LA. Immediately, you get to your hotel room, and it was all the contestants. No one can see each other. Hey, y'all were asking questions about it. Here you are. You're about to see the medical side of it. So they lock you in a room. They take your cell phone. You're there for three or four days. I can't remember. And you take a 500-question Scantron sheet. Oh my God. Yes. And it's all these questions about your personality. And I'm sure they're just trying to figure out like how consistent you are and like personality traits and kind of like seeing your well-being. You take an STD blood test in case people hook up in the house, which I can't imagine because I'm sure it would have been girls and gays. Like no one's hooking up in the house, but whatever. Um, I guess if you cut your finger and you want to be blood brothers, you're all good. So they make you do that. They do a photo shoot. They do all this other stuff. But anyway, that's the only time I've ever taken a like psych eval I guess I've done like personality tests like with jobs to see like what your personality is so I did that and there was like a depression one a anxiety one Mm -hmm. and then what was the other like a general mental health okay so I we talk about those like first she asked like some deepish questions I guess and um I was good. I was like getting anxious. I was like, oh gosh, like I could feel like the little gut, like the throat thing going on where you're like, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. But I didn't. I held it together. Good me. And then she's like, okay, so some lighthearted ones. Let me go through those. And then she's asking me about the questionnaire or whatever. And then the only time I cried was when she told me that I had ADHD. She's like, I can tell you're very hyperactive. She's like, it's like when kids are like bouncing off the walls basically as an adult, which is true. Mm -hmm. She's like, do you ever sit and relax? I was like, no, I don't because I don't, it's like impossible to do it. But I also start 18 things and I will eventually finish them, but I'm, it's overwhelming, which ties into an anxiety driven thing. And I was giving her the example I told you about my CPA, about not being able to sleep, you know, that whole thing. I said, that kind of stuff keeps me up, like legitimately lost four hours of sleep. And she started laughing. She's like, well, you have no depression. She's like, you've had a very, she didn't say easy life. She's like, you've had a very, what sounds like a nine. I can't remember what she said. She's like, so it makes me happy. You don't have depression. She's like, but you definitely have some anxiety. She's like, and I'm sure becoming a mom. Cause I had talked about like becoming a mom. It just triggered it even more, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the only time I cried was when she said that. And she's like, I understand like it probably, and it, you're not broken. You're not, but I've never been told you, you have, have something. something. Yeah. Even though I knew, and you told me I did, you're like, you literally do. Like, doctors, yeah. like, and it, and I told her, I said, I know that you're right. Like, you, yeah. what you're saying, I, I already knew. But when someone tells you, and she even said, she's like, when a medical person tells you, a professional, she's like, you've never had that before. Yeah. I'm like, well, Spencer is a professional. So <laughs> I didn't tell her, for, I didn't tell her, her for worse. <laughs> yeah, I talked to my friend yesterday. Yeah. Meanwhile, too, yeah. <laughs> Two days before she tells me that I have PTSD, I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, I knew, but anyways, that's a whole other conversation. But you, we should do a Patreon on like our baggage. I couldn't even begin to unpack mine. But like the stuff that you and I have talked about, like even like on girls nights when we like, you know how you have a girls night and you like get too deep on an accident. We've done it. We, 
like all the a time. Lot. We do it on our trips away, I feel like. Yeah. At least one time Spencer and I are crying because <laughs> we're talking. we're mentally unwell. <laughs> but we're not anymore. We're no, great. We're fine. All this to say we're medicated and we're going to follow through this year and we're going to bring you guys some merch. Right. And uh, we didn't steer off track at all. The medication's working really well. <laughs> Sucked no but we are, we're gonna do i'm gonna make you do it with me we're doing a patreon and we're gonna go down the rabbit hole it's gonna be a girl's night but it's gonna be unpacking the baggage yeah. of what we want to talk about but yeah yeah anyway i'm, I'm here for it anyway Why not? <laughs> but you helped me and i appreciate that you already gave me a little peace and progress i'm so glad that i can I bring mean, that to your life as well thank you i really do appreciate it. i'm not even gonna lie like truly i do because i'm like Get, just wait till you're like a month in mm. and you've got everything like perfect, like amount, like dosage wise. Okay. And you're going to be like, I know I had to tell her I can't take an everyday anxiety thing. I'm not ready for that. Cause I don't, I'm not a pill taker, but you also don't have chronic anxiety. Like no. I don't think you have an anxiety disorder. You just, when you are anxious, you are I know. anxious. Yeah. It's like next level. It's stupid. Like just dumb, yeah. whatever. But anyway, we're going to, we're going to be good now. And we are doing everything we can, including taking medication to give y'all what y'all want. You're welcome. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> don't say we don't care about you. Yeah. Right. No wonder we have a million downloads. A million downloads. You guys, I have been counting down to this. Spencer has. This is Spencer's like thing. Yeah. Like I don't give a shit about Instagram followers. Like I have solely been focused on our downloads. And I was like, I just want to hit that million. Because let's be honest, when we started this, we were a couple of nobodies. And now we are a couple of nobodies. But with a million downloads. With a million downloads. With a million episodes that someone listened to us. Why? We don't know. We don't care. Thank you. Yeah. And also like starting over from literally nothing like we I was just going to say <laughs> I can't even count the first year of the podcast because really it was a whole different show. It was a whole different vibe. We had such an incredible roadblock that we had to overcome. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, well, then that's don't fine. You don't it. need to know. But we really had to start over at the beginning of 2021 and right. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it was. Yeah. So really the amount that we've done in a, like a year and a half. No, it's yeah. Was it 2021? Yes, it was. It was. Are we sure? No, I'm not ever sure. It was 2020. No, it wasn't not COVID. It was not. It was not COVID. No, you're right. I know for a fact. No, you're right. 2021. I keep thinking it's 2022. Mm. Honey, here we are. Goodbye. Doing the Anyways, best. <laughs> a million downloads. Yeah. It's just, we're just going to keep going. It's just yeah. going to get better from here. So thank we you. We are. Really. We, we've got this. All these shares. Every time you guys share us, every time you guys tag us on your stories, like that means more than we can tell you because that is, that's how the word gets out and that's how we yeah. market ourselves. Really is through shares social media and so. y'all know like you you guys that are listening know that on instagram you're doing a giveaway a circle jerk we did it we did a giveaway we did a circle jerk and we did. i'm we're not proud of it because we like the people we like the people we didn't pay to be a part of it we no. were invited it was, it was an organic as For organic sure. as it could be i mean it was people that we genuinely like that yep. we knew of Yep. And that they're fun. And yeah, we didn't pay to be a part. It wasn't shady or anything. And uh, we gave a gift. We gave the prize. Yes. And big, I'm still trying to go. 
big thank you to Erica Whiskey yes. and Lace. I've told you guys before, I've tagged her on my stories. She is, when you want to, when you think of an influencer that has such a, like, giving yeah. nature yeah. and, like, really, really focused around community and what she can do. She's you it. have Erica. Yeah. She's it. And she does a little bit of everything. You're not just going to go see fashion. You're not just going to go see home. Like, she does recipes. She does drinks. Yep. She does everything. And I love that. I think that makes a very successful bib, too. It's like kind of touching in all the categories. You can capture all your people. Yep. All of them. She's super likable. She's true to who she is. You aren't going to find her, like, caving to what people want or expect she yeah. is who she is and you can take her or leave her and I really respect people like that so oh, absolutely no so we do appreciate it and y'all like she said just sharing us and talking about us that's how the word gets out it's hard out there on them streets some Instagram streets you know it's hot out here on the like, streets <laughs> why do people keep like why do like we get shadow banned randomly people are like I can't find y'all like that All just happened like last week and I'm like of course, because we're probably shadow banned. I had someone on Wendy being basic, a girl that used to message me every single day. She hadn't messaged me since June. Well, she just messaged me the other day and she was like, oh my God, where have you been? And I was like, here, been yeah. here, probably Instagram, pushing me in the corner, putting baby in the corner. Yeah. Oh, and my account is just a nightmare. Like ultimately, I think I'm still going to event probably Don't have to cave. Say it. I know. Don't say it. But it's so bad. I get, it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden I'll get like a bunch of DMs and people are like, hey, I can't see anything on your profile. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's really annoying. The glitches are annoying, but glitches are bitches. Glitches are bitches. That should be our episode name. That's great. I love it. Wow. Um, okay, so I kind of was going to put it as a, a half-assed headline today. And then I said no. One, because I don't want to be half-assed with it. Um. So I'm not sure in what forum I'm going to share it. But for those of you that are following the Idaho four murders, the Brian Kohlberger of it all, I have a very accurate. I, I've You're going to tell us right now. No, 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 I've been following it because of you. I've gathered into it's a timeline. It's an exact, not an exact, but an approximate timeline based on all the information that we have. Mm hmm. But it will take a while to go through. So I don't think it's appropriate to do on this episode. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we can do a little deep dive because I have, I've been watching. But yeah, I have, I have information to share. So I'll figure out know, how to share it with you Do you know guys. him? No. Okay. Just check in. I mean, you don't know anybody anymore. I didn't know if I really knew you. You don't. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Jinx. Jinx, you owe me half-ass headlines. <laughs> brought to you by daily harvest yum at the start of the year i always have the best intentions progress peace health wellness We're snatching it this year that's right one thing i know i can check off my new year's to-do list is eating well thanks to daily harvest daily harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls soups flatbreads snacks smoothies lattes and more built on organic fruits and vegetables Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients, freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients, and they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients. With nourishing and easy-to-prep options, I never have to think twice about what to eat for my next meal, snack, or dessert. Everything stays fresh in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it, helping me reduce food waste. And now that I'm um, a food account, apparently... You are. Um... 
I'm very happy to share Daily Harvest. They have such great options. Their like smoothies are easy, easy, easy. Yes. And taste delicious. I'm not actually a huge fruit girl. I'm very much. Oh. I don't really like didn't fruit. Know that a about lot. you. Yeah. I'm much more into vegetables than I am fruits. Okay. The only time you will really ever see me consume fruits, once in a while I'll crave it for a snack, but it's smoothies. Okay. But I have to have some veggies mixed in and some earthy to things. To balance out a little bit. Yep. So it's not so sweet. And the Daily Harvest smoothies are just like a perfect yes. blend. Um, they've got great soups. The artichoke and spinach flatbread is mm. so, so I can good. tell you, I had used them years ago. So I'm very excited about this one. They messaged us. They're like, are y'all interested? We're like, I told Spencer, I was like, absolutely. She's like, absolutely. Yeah. I love smoothies. Fisher loves smoothies. Fruit, vegetable. I love kind of all of that. You're a, Spencer has a different palate than me. I'm like a 13 year old. I'm not a five year old. I'm not a 26 year old. I'm a little depends. more experimental. You uh, a lot more experimental. Um, <laughs> Tiffany Cameron messaged me the other day. She's like, I literally hate this about you, about hating mayonnaise and uh, cheese and ranch. And I was like, I know. If there was one thing that would end our relationship, it could be that. But, but you I'm can have my here. cheese. But you know what we both can have is daily harvest. Amen. Ain't that right? That's right. Daily Harvest is committed to human and planetary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients and the humans who grow them. By supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging wherever possible. Daily Harvest does the work. I eat and enjoy. So it's a win-win. It sure is. If eating well is a goal for you in 2023, let Daily Harvest support you on the journey. Go to dailyharvest.com slash swiping up to get to up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash swiping up for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash swiping up. Uh, what a steal. We're also saving you money in 2023. We truly are here for y'all. So go to go get you some. Doing the Lord's work. We are doing the Lord's work. Okay. Half-ass headlines. Let's get to it. Yeah. Let's dive right in. I haven't done that a long time jumping in. Mm, we need a sound bite of that. Okay. Every bib is pregnant. I feel quite literally. Uh, yes. Better with Chardonnay is pregnant. Jess Crum is pregnant. Katie Snyder is having a boy. Jessica Teague is having a girl. Katie Berkelbach, Alexa England, Natalie Kennedy, Maddie Duff pregnant and someone messages like wow like what's in the water I don't know I don't know what's in the water but I ain't drinking it I'm drinking my bubbly and champagne everybody was home fucking over the holidays I guess and then somebody <laughs> said what is with these July babies I'm like I don't know I mean I have a July baby but that's because I skipped to birth control pills so then you have a July baby that's yeah. what happened to me um but yeah lots of baby bibs in the making remember a couple years ago it was the baby bib boom yeah so congrats to all those ladies. Um, I normally wow. don't make it a point to talk about other podcasters, oh. but we had a, a few people sure post did. it in our, our box on stories. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm in a state of mourning because. Why? Jackie Schimmel. Why are you From mourning? the Bitch Bible. Because I'm sad. Because. She's going to have some time people, dedicated to other stuff? Well, or? other people are normally excited when people announce pregnancies. Yeah. I'm bummed out. <laughs> Wait, why? Because it's like, a sp well, it's one thing if you already have kids. 
Oh, or like if people that are like really trying she is digging this hole because I got a kid and she's about to be like, because well, they're not the same. What? No, okay. I'm just saying because like I I like when I find <laughs> other childless women that yeah. I can connect to oh. and then they have to go and ruin it by getting pregnant. And I'm oh like, oh, my God. Ugh. Listen, I know it's not a flattering take. It's a super hot take. But, you know, like, Dang. if that's what you really want, I'm very happy for you. But inside, I mourn a little. I'm a little sad. And for Jackie, the leader of the evil demon people, I am a little sad. Hey, motherhood does make you soft. So. And it just sorry. can't happen for her. I really need her to. Um, I mean, considering she shared her sonogram with a picture of a demon face right. over her baby. A little devil baby. I think you're good. I think we're okay. And she also said her husband's going to raise it. So it doesn't matter. I think we're okay. She's going to have the baby and the, the husband can do it. But I fine. did. I was like, she's lying. She's lying. Like, that is so rude. I, but congrats, I guess. I, t- <laughs> I said, uh, it, it's not April yet. You got a few months, but. It's okay. Congratulations to all the pregnant people. <laughs> Congrats to everybody. All right. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, so Kelsey Morgan Fry, she is a local babe. Um, we've talked about her before. We've gone to her. No, it wasn't her fundraiser. It was someone else's fundraiser, but we met her at a fundraiser. Yes. She does Shepherd's Little Sheep. Her little boy has bilary atresia, something with the liver. I think it's like a, a it fails, basically, from yeah. what I understand. Anyway, she has had a very hard past couple years. Um, her little brother uh, died, I think, last spring, unexpected, unexpectedly. Yeah. And her mom has cancer. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, I don't even want to cry about this. So her mom is 56. Oh, the videos? Yeah. She, she was on GMA. And, like, my dad was 56. Oh, Did you really? watch the video? I didn't watch the GMAs, so I've been watching. She's been sharing, um, I guess they did, like, a trip away over the holidays, and she did, like, some TikToks and Instagram stories with those and reels and, like, sharing her mom and, like, what they were doing. And, I mean, if I told you that I didn't sit in my bathroom and cry watching those, I would be lying. It was really hard to watch. She sang Taylor Swift's song, um... That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. But her it's story. so touching though. It is. And she was sharing a lot of their time together. And, you know, they kind of know that it's going to be her, her last. mom's last Christmas. Fuck you, Wendy. <laughs> Sorry. So listen. No. I'm a sympathy crier. I, okay. It's so also they, sad. But. <laughs> well, yes. It is sad. But like sad. she held herself so well together. I'm a crier. Okay. I'm a crier. Shocker. I know. Well, but. I, I think everybody handles that kind of thing different. And yeah. I think her mom, I don't think, I know her mom has been sick for a long time. 15 but, years she was diagnosed yeah. with this. So I whether her her posts and her reels and her TikToks just went viral or somebody shared them, uh, somehow GMA caught wind of it and asked them to come on. And, so her TikTok yeah. went viral and she had oh, that's a what it was, million. TikTok? Yes. Okay. I hope Taylor Swift sees that. And I hope, yeah. I don't even know. But... And I'm not trying to make this about myself because I know when you bring in your element, it feels alien to me. No, my dad was 56. It just seems so short of a life. It is a short life. So unfair. And Kelsey has three kids. It's just so unfair. But Kelsey, like, y'all need to watch her video. She holds herself together so I would never be able to do it. They'd be like, we love you. We tried. (laughs) But we actually can't air this because you're an ugly crier. We can't hear you. (laughs) 
So I would be canceled immediately. They're like, you're fired. Sorry. But Kelsey handles, handles herself so well and like talks about it. She's so positive and she talks about how happiness and joy are not the same. You know, happiness is kind of just given to you, whereas joy, you have to make that effort to be joyful. You choose joy. Right. And that's her thing. And I think that's so cool. And I think it's so nice to make her mom's last whatever the best. Yeah. She also posted today that to pray for her mom, I guess she's not having a very good day. Um, she's stable right now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I love that she was on GMA because watching her video, I'm like, God, she's, she's real positive. (laughs) She's real positive. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how you can see people take that kind of an outlook on things. And I think, I don't know Kelsey super well. I want to say that she is fairly religious. She is. Yeah. And she talks about her faith getting her through. Yeah. And I'm like, part of me, like I see people that can like lean into that parts of their life and that helps them. And I'm like, I wish I had that. Yeah. Well, like, that's I wish the I only... had like, but I don't have that. Like right. there's nothing like, not that I'm not religious, but I don't feel that strongly connected to my faith where I could lean into that. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I love that she has yeah. that. Well, it's like one of those things. And I've always said, like, that's what has always pulled me out. We've talked about it on podcasts before when I was like crying on one drinking, whatever we were drinking <laughs> that one time. And it turned into this terrible, I think it was a Patreon, <laughs> but I always would get through stuff like that because you know that they are no longer suffering. If you believe in God and you're a Christian or, or whatever, like they're no longer hurting their, their peace. Like, yeah. and that's what got me through, especially my dad. Like that was the last thing I asked my mom to ask him. I wanted to hear it. Is he saved? I knew he was. I knew he had spent a lot of time through his sickness, getting closer to God. And when he said, yeah, like, you just want to know because yeah. I am religious and I do believe that you die and go to heaven or hell depending on, you know, whatever. But that does help because you know that their days are way better than what we'll ever have. So yeah. not to make this charge. I know that's not everyone's thing, but I agree. I think if you have that part of it and that's your thing, it helps so much. You look at yeah. things way more positive or to know that oh, your hard days will be Just brighter. from the outside looking in, it seems like that is what is helping push her through yeah for sure stay strong for her mom and for her kids Mm -hmm. and you know I think she has been clubbed over the head yeah over the last couple years so yeah it um, sucks man good things happen to or bad things happen to good people all the time it just doesn't seem fair but you know like silver linings she has all these like beautiful memories that she's been able oh my god can you imagine like yeah even just that video like her singing to her mom and the the words are like it, it talks about her brother. It, 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 y'all need to watch it. It's very special. And that yeah. would be really cool. That's a really cool thing that Kelsey's going to have forever, forever mm-hmm. to pass to her kids of her mom. And that is really cool. Yeah. We didn't have GMA do anything on my dad. <laughs> Bless. Fucking <laughs> GMA. Oh, I love it. No, that's actually really cool. I mean, no big deal. You're just on good morning America. Yeah. That's like right under us. Oh, right under, but like not by much. Right. I'm sure they don't have 8 million or 8 million. Do we have 8 million views? Numbers. What's that? <laughs> um, okay. So next headline, TLC's Chili confirms relationship with Matthew Lawrence, which. Saw that. 
like blows my Me mind. Me too. So TLC member Chili confirmed Tuesday that she's dating Matthew Lawrence following his divorce from Cheryl Burke, which I'm not a Dancing with the Stars. I did not know he was married to her. Yes. They For got, how long? They got married in 2019 and they got oh, yeah. divorced this last year. I knew it could have been recent. <laughs> I mean, like. But she's been all over TikTok. I didn't even Chili know. Chili or Cheryl? Sorry, Cheryl. Okay. Making TikToks about him, about how she's basically his sugar mama and floats his lifestyle, that her ex-husband had the other woman's phone number saved in his phone under his brother's name. He should have just put a little chili But I had no idea who her husband was. I thought he was just like nobody. And then I found out that he was fucking (laughs) Matthew Lawrence from the Lawrence Brothers. Kind of a nobody. Joey was always more like... The best brother. Matthew Lawrence, he was in Mrs. Doubtfire. I know. He was the younger brother on um, uh, Boy Meets World. He was in something else. (laughs) He's really important. Okay. Joey Lawrence, I feel like was more popular, but you're right. I mean, he has a a good resume. Obviously, he's done more than we did. So compared to us, he's really cool. Okay. Did you watch Melissa and Joey when that was on? With God, my, no. Oh, it was so funny. Sorry, I keep wiping my nose. Um, that show is freaking funny. I've never been a Melissa Joan Hart fan. Really? No. I like her. So that was going to be a pass for me, but I, I do like him. Yeah. But yeah, it looked too corny for me. It was super corny, but like, yeah, I'm a cornball, I guess. It's okay. We all have our things. It's corn. Just something, something to Don't slander the corn song by not knowing the words. Sorry. I'm glad that died. A big lump with knobs. It got the juice. It has the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's corn. I tried it with butter and everything changed. Oh, okay. What a bop. Glad it died. What? Sorry. Bite your tongue. Um. Anyways. That is a that is a wild relationship. I'm it's not gonna pretty, say it's weird, but it's a wild one. It's no, like it's pretty crazy. Our nineties kids, would you ever have thought? Right. Mm-hmm. World's colliding. She don't want scrubs. But so the other thing, so I was reading this article, her her um like manager goes on to say, I've been with her since 2005. I've never seen her happier, blah, blah, blah. And then it it shares. Don't they always say that though. Somebody always says your, it. your your best friend at a wedding is always like, I've never seen Spencer. So happy ever in her entire life. You're lying. We all, you have to say that. Well, you have to say it. So her manager had to say it. You don't have to say it. Somebody in your friend group will say it. But I do believe it. But I hadn't, I was like, okay, he was 42. Or not was, he is. Oh, okay. He's here. He's present. Uh, Is he 43 Um, now? (laughs) So he's 42. And I was like, damn, that feels like so young, but I guess, you know, when we're you basically up- 40. Okay. Bite your tongue again. True. That sounds gross. <laughs> what? I'm almost. <laughs> just give me. I got that. a few years. Just let me have them. Few. You. Yeah. 36. Yeah. You'd be yeah. 37 this year. <laughs> At the end of the Three. year. A couple. Okay. I'm getting hives. <laughs> so anyways. But when you grow up with somebody, it's like, it feels like they've been around forever. So surely they've got to be older. But he's 42. And I said, there's no way that she's close to the same age as him. And she's not. She's 51. And she's robbing the cradle with her 42-year-old boy She's a, what's it called? A panther? A cheetah? A leopard? A cougar? I knew it. (laughs) I knew it was one of those. (laughs) I knew it was one of them cute animals with the cute fur and stuff. One of them big ass kids. I knew I'd wear it. (laughs) So when I was living in New York and I was 
had before Robbie and I ever moved in together and I was living with my roommate. She was a few years older than me. So I was 21. I think she was like 26, 27, something in there. And she would always hook up with these like super young guys. And so, but she wasn't old enough to be a cougar. So we called her a puma. It's called a puma. It's a real thing. Oh, is it? Yes. That's really the younger version. Okay. Well, that's what we called her. But she would get, she'd get lit at the bars and she'd just start walking up to people. She'd be like, I'm a puma. (laughs) I like that energy. Want to go into into the bathroom? (laughs) And they're like, yeah. Yeah. Like who would say no? Why not? Literally nobody. Wild times. I wish I could go back. Just, just for shits and giggles. Wouldn't that be cool to have a superpower if you could be like, you know what? Today I'm going to hit up 1995. I'm going to go back to elementary school. Yeah. I'm going to do my hair a little different. I'm going to stand on my trend set. And then I'm like, y'all are going to thank me later. 2023 is where it's at. And then like have all the, like that'd be really cool to be able to go back to a day. Yeah. There's some stuff I have unfinished from 1996 and I'm trying. <laughs> Listen, I lose sleep over some stuff if and I'd like was- to go fix it. Okay. Here's a fun game. Mm. If there was one one mm. moment in your life that you could go back to and, and fix and fix or say what you had to say or do something differently, what would that moment be? Do you really want to know? Because I I have one that I honest to God lose. No, I really do. Your one moment. Okay. You what? got one shot. <laughs> okay, Eminem. <laughs> when I was in the sixth grade, I can't I said this before on the podcast, but I don't remember if it was on this one or the, or I might've blamed it on someone. Anyway, I'm coming clean. It's 2023. The baggage is off. I was in the sixth grade. We were in the cafeteria and I was arguing with this kid and I was very naive church camp, you know, all the things. And he was like, well, at least I'm not a salad tosser. And I'm like, well, at least I have a job. I had no idea what that meant. I, Wait, was salad tosser an expression back then? Sure was. And I oh. thought he was saying that because I have uh, Wendy's, Wendy. And he's like, well, at least I'm not a salad tosser. And I'm like, yeah, well, at least I have a job, Jake. I'm Jacob. Dead. And so I think about that. <laughs> and I really wish I would have known. Like, I should have rode the bus more because I probably would have known what that was. Maybe I wouldn't have. But I'd really like to hit him with a different burn and be like, well, you know what? Your tongue looks like you toss a lot of <laughs> You got some in your tooth. Get a tongue scraper, Jake. You're nasty. No, I would have, I don't know. I would think about it before I went back in time to fix it. But I'd have a good burn and I'd just be sitting there waiting. But I would love to fix that because everybody started laughing that was around. <laughs> she said she was asleep. And I'm like. <laughs> That's the worst. That is the you worst. Just- feeling whenever there was a couple moments that I can think of in elementary school where somebody said something to me yeah where somebody said something to me and everybody starts laughing and I'm in the dark and this it it sucks it's it's core memory like I still remember it so yes and you know how I've told you that if I even feel like I'm the butt of your joke if I feel like you are passive aggressively doing something I have a complex about that and I will ice your ass out immediately like I'll go ahead and get like defensive and I'll just like not talk to you or I won't share things with you or I'll like subconsciously feel attacked even though I might not be but if you even remotely feel like somebody knows something you don't hate it what about you no I would go back to fifth grade when Elizabeth I was about to say her last name don't I stopped we've learned Elizabeth who was my best friend Mm. in the whole world all oh, through elementary school. I mean, we were, we spent every moment together. 
Um, we're going to call her Elizabeth. But go ahead. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed out birthday invitations to every single person in our class except for me. Y'all were best friends. Best friends. And I was devastated. And my mom was very close friends with her mom and asked her about it and said that they didn't invite me because I always make myself the center of attention and they wanted the attention to be on Elizabeth for her birthday. Well, she sounds like a loser. And that was the end of their friendship and the end of our friendship. Uh, There was no coming back to that. And Mm -mm. if I could go back in time, I would go back to that moment. And instead of being peaceful and nice and never confronting Elizabeth about it, I'd go and beat the shit out of her because that would make 100%. Because that would make me no, feel better. No, you should have showed up anyway and been the center of attention and be like, I'm really sorry you're that much of a loser that you can't even be the center of attention at your own birthday party. Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. It's oh, not my business. I was absolutely heartbroken. Oh, of course. And the thing is, I'd never made myself the center of attention. Yeah. I was the center right. of attention. It just and happens for some. That's not my fault. You know, that sounds awfully familiar to my year. Y'all don't know. I'm not even going to say it, but you know what yep. that's about. Yep. You know what? Some people just naturally are the center of attention and we are those. We can't help it. And sometimes yeah. it's not a good thing. We can't help it. Correct. Sometimes it is not right. a good thing. It definitely has gotten me into some cringy moments and trouble, but like, yes. I can't help it. I'm loud. I'm annoying. I just like, and don't get me wrong. I've never met a spotlight that I didn't like. And so that probably contributes to it, but whatever. That's why we have a podcast and you can tell Elizabeth, I wish you would have went back and be like, well, you know what? One day I'll have a podcast that has a million downloads. Elizabeth, what do you have? What do you have? Acne? A bad haircut? Bagney? The mom bob? A minivan? Bagney. Not my problem. Let's see. What is she up to? Hold Gosh. on. I know we're going off. off well, then I'll here. keep going about her. She probably has like toe fungus. She probably had to buy hemorrhoid cream at CVS the other day. Like, oh, this for sure. definitely sounds like Elizabeth. Yeah. Where does she live? Michigan? She's still in Michigan? Probably. She never got out of town? Shocker. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm looking in the wrong place. I'm Uh so flustered. I'm looking in the wrong place. Spencer's mad. Headed back to 1997-ish. Yeah. I love that we both want to go back, though, to like fifth and sixth grade. Like, those are the memories. I honestly can't, I really can't think of another bad core memory that stands out to me other than the salad tossing thing. Like, that's the one thing. Like, that's sad. Either she changed her name or she's not on uh, Facebook She's not on anymore. Facebook because she has nothing to brag about. Loser. Okay, anyways, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I'm, not, this, I'm not so scarred and damaged from fifth listen, grade. Listen, this episode is going real well. Uh, I think so. Uh, okay, so next headline. Lisa Rinna announces her departure from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills after eight seasons i had to do a wellness check on spencer i tagged her in a group because i the the thread on the group was not it people were like super happy about it and i I went there and tagged spencer i was like no and then i read all the comments listen i understand that my love for lisa renna is super unpopular i think there's a difference between liking someone and liking someone for the show well that's what i was gonna say you can like the person that's like um like a villain like you can like somebody's craziness attitude like the you can like them for that but you might not like want to be their best friend or something for sure stab you in the back or something for sure or or the opposite or whatever you can 
you can maybe like them in person, but dislike who they are on the show, but right. know that they're good for the show. And that's I think right. that's the difference. Lisa Rinna, in my opinion, has been good for the show. And I'm you got to s- bring the drama to pay. And I'm sad about it. But okay, I, but did she get fired? I didn't read up on it. No. Oh, okay. Um. Well, there's, there's a rumor going round around me and you. Uh, tell us because we want to know. Supposedly, so at the reunion, Kathy Hilton made a reference about Lisa Rinna's contract being up yes. at the end of the season, and that's why she was trying to like harp on all the Kathy Hilton drama, blah blah blah. So now people are like, okay, well, was Kathy telling the truth about this? Was her contract actually up and just not getting renewed? Are they did they not offer her a renewal? We haven't heard about anybody getting their contracts, and they usually do them all at the same time. Yeah. So my guess is that that's not the case. Uh, that she probably either chose to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, will you know on her own whether they offered her a contract and we just don't know about it or she just kind of had a feeling maybe they weren't going to offer her a contract yeah I don't know Kathy Hilton was like fan favorite beloved until this season I think it's very like polarizing yeah and she said that she was not going to come back to the show friend of or otherwise if there were certain castmates still gotcha. on. Yeah. But she was referring to more than just Lisa Rinna. And so far, Lisa Rinna is the only one that's departing from the show. Mm. So she came on in season five um, and went on quickly. She became a controversial uh, fan favorite. I've always loved Lisa Rinna, but I, I, I'm sorry. Are her and Hair Bear still together? They are. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. They're that's, like one of those like Hollywood marriage enigmas. Right. That's a long time. Yeah. How long have they been married? Oh, 30 since years? The, since the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure wild. they got married in the 90s. Wow. And he, um, God, where was he? Maybe on a runway or something or a red carpet. He was interviewed somewhere uh, just saying that he thought that it was like the right choice for her to leave at this point. So well, it's we've talked about it before with other stuff. Like there's a time that you just kind of sit yourself out. You're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, I'm done here. Yeah, she was just kind of, I think the fan, Bravo fandom is so toxic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once they turn on you, I can't imagine being on the receiving end of that. And like, she lost her mom this last year. And I think like those two things, the fact that she lost her mom and was going through this really vulnerable time, yeah. literally immediately they started filming after her mom died. Mm. Immediately. And she didn't sit out on a thing. Yeah. And I think like, it was just not a good year and it's probably time for her. She probably yeah. should have left last season, if I'm being honest, and yeah. not come back on after her mom died. But is she the one that said, you've heard a lot about me, but it's only true when it comes from my lips. Yeah, because that's also. what she's known for. Like the infamous, yeah, her lips. the lip implants. Because she... back in the 90s, everybody did implants mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to filler. She does have hot dogs, but that's her. That's she's lips. I can't imagine her without them. Right. Lips Renna. Yeah. Lisa lips. Lisa lips. I like that. So I'm a little sad about that. Um, you're still going to watch. Of course I'm still going to watch. Okay. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like you're that. You're going to power through. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to mourn the loss of Lisa Renna because I do enjoy her. All right. Uh, and while we're on uh, housewife news, uh, real housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw, had her sentencing this last week. Mm -hmm. So the prosecution was asking for 138 months, I believe. Okay. And then the defense was asking for 36 months. So three years to like whatever, 11 years or something like that. Um, 
And the judge gave her six and a half years. When they were posting this and they were talking about the months, it seems so long. Not that six and a half years is a long time. I don't want to do that in the slammer. Orange is not my color. For six years, no thanks. Correct. But when they, but then I saw it, I was like, oh, six and a half years? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So she was sentenced to six and a half years or 78 months um, in prison for wire fraud. Hmm. Um, Why do they all do the same <sighs> things? Well, hers is a little different. Oh. So her attorney tells page six that she deeply regrets the mistakes that she's made and is duh you're going to prison profoundly (laughs) sorry for the people she hurt Mm -hmm. um jen has faith in our justice system understands that anyone who breaks the law will be punished and accepts this sentence as just um as just but yeah jen will pay her debt to society and when she is a free woman again she vows to pay her debt to the victims harmed by her mistakes so i actually read the um uh, victim impact letters. Yeah. And I, okay. I think this is, I'm just full of hot takes today. Good. Because I do feel, obviously she victimized people. Basically she ran a company mm-hmm. who was selling essentially fake products. They were talking people into starting their own business, being your own boss, very MLM vibes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was essentially, it sounded like it was maybe like a drop ship company. So they would help them build their websites, but everything was funneled through this portal. So like if the website went down, they didn't go to the the website, you know, uh, hosting platform. Jen shot over there. They would go support. to Jen's company yeah, and yeah. have to go. Everything was from them. And then they would pay for these like upgrades mm. and, oh, you need to pay $3,000 for the software for us to fix your website it was crazy. And so she was taking people's life savings. I mean, for some people, it was. People start businesses with their savings. It happens all the time. Correct. And it was people that didn't have necessarily have the money. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were elderly. So they already are tech challenged and they were really targeting those people mm-hmm. because they would need more assistance. And so they could get them to spend more money to get the help because they aren't tech savvy. Right. It was, it's very it's awful. Yeah. However, I have, it's one thing when you're stealing, just plain stealing from people and ripping them off. Mm -hmm. And when you're coercing people of sound mind to make shitty investments, like I do think there's an element of responsibility towards the victim. Some of the impact letters, it was like, there was no personal responsibility for making a bad choice. Obviously she deserves to be in jail because it was a scam. It was a yeah. scam. She committed a, a crime. Scam. I just feel a little bit, I don't feel as badly for the victims as I wouldn't, but maybe in people, other situations. Like, I don't want that to be misread. No. I, I feel terrible that these people have lost, some of them, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, but on the same hand, like whenever you start a business, you do it's a calculated have risk. Faith. It is, but it's not from a scamming aspect usually. Correct. It's more like, are people going to buy my products? Is it going to be like starting my own salon? Hold on. Ew. Don't know what that was. It was white. It was like a, pe- sorry. Um, so when I started my salon, like, of course you have to worry about like, are my days going to be booked? Are people going to come back? Like, those are the risks that you want to take as a business owner. Not if you're putting your money through a quote, credible company or a credible person and having them misuse your money or scam you out of it. That that's a hard risk 
to not feel bad for her. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, yes. I don't know. Cause I am the type of person, if someone came to me and I knew a name of someone and I believed in them as a person and I thought they were a good person, I would trust them. I'd be like, okay, cool. You're going to do X, Y, and Z with my company, my money, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying, yeah. I know. As I said, I'm not saying that they don't take any blame. But, but if they didn't see like residuals or see something coming in after a couple months, and you didn't do anything about it or you didn't ask questions, then we have a problem. Correct. So people were very divided, I think, mm -hmm. on whether they thought her sentencing was fair or not fair, whether she should have gotten less time, more time. Um, I had a lot of people in my DMs making the comparison to the Chrisleys. They were mm -hmm. like, why would the Chrisleys get such a harsh punishment yeah. at such a long period of time, but she would get six and a half years? Well, the Chrisleys pled innocent and they're still claiming their innocence. Did and you hear about the place that... Todd is going to allegedly. Yeah. Is that real? It has like a golf course. Yes. It has like fine dining. It has hotel because room. Because financial crime. Yeah. F prison for financial crimes is a very different thing. And it's. I'm sorry. I cannot. I know. He's going on vacation. Yeah. Send for me, 12 years. Send me there. Who like, do I have to fraud? Like you don't have to answer to anybody. Really? I mean, you just got to go and eat your bologna. They're not even going to get bologna sandwiches. Eat be real. Like. That does not sound like a punishment, but anyway, yeah, it's, it does seem like it's a huge, va but you're right. Like they, if you're pleading guilty, same thing with like the Lori Laughlin thing, like when that all went down, Felicity Huffman was like, I did this, like, let's just Correct. get it over with. And her sentencing was a lot. You just gotta, they already know. Right. By the time they're questioning you, they already know. You better just say you did it. Right. That being said, I do think, and that this would be a whole different conversation, but I think that, uh, those, these kinds of prison sentences for financial crimes when people commit heinous, violent acts and don't serve nearly the same length of time, something yeah. needs to change. But You know what? Hold on. No. You know what drives me crazy? Me and a client talked about this the other day. If you commit a crime and I, you, let's say you get caught, but it was like you didn't do something by the book or like whatever, but you still are caught doing that crime. You murdered someone, but you didn't fall. You didn't read them their Miranda right or whoever she, whatever. Yeah. And, and I still caught you. It shouldn't matter. Why does that matter? Did you still murder someone? Yes. You were still capable of murder. And then we're like, I just don't know why he killed four other people. <sighs> well, you let him off. That's why he killed other people. Because he already killed somebody. Put him in jail. Those are the kind of things with the justice system that I don't understand. Like, well, we didn't read him his Miranda right. He didn't get a point to an attorney. Right. What? And then you're letting them off and then putting someone behind. I'm not saying stealing money or embezzlement. I don't know nothing about that, but like, it, it's so crazy. But you know what? I'm not an attorney because Harvard is hard. And that's on God. And that's on the professor's. <laughs> That's what, that's what she has to say about that. No, it's it's a wild ride. <laughs> it really is. Um, okay, we're going to, we've got, so we had a lot of MIV assholes sure submitted. Did. We've got one more um, headline that I'm only going to like go over it very quickly. Maybe I'll carry it over to next week. Basically, TikTok um, released their 2023 trend report. Mm -hmm. And it's super interesting. I was hoping to spend a little bit more time on it for, you know, you TikTok girlies. Um but basically, it's going to come down to like three things that are going to be the primary like trends on TikTok that will carry people um, hopefully to success and viralhood. Okay. Um, one is actionable entertainment. Two is making space for joy. And What's actionable entertainment? That's what I was going to go into oh, is sorry. what each thing is. Oh, okay. Is. Go ahead. Sorry. But I'm, maybe we'll do that next week. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, yeah. actionable entertainment, making space for joy, community built um, ideals. So it's 
when you, I kind of read that and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that's yeah. not really helpful. The breakdown of it is very helpful um, oh. and interesting. So anyways, we'll get to that. But it's time to get to your favorite segment. Am, Am I, I the, the asshole? asshole? Yes. Uh, okay. You can't stick a flower in an asshole and call it a vase. Somebody told me that yesterday about DMs. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> Somebody said that to me in DMs. Not because of me, but like yeah. something else. No, I, I was like, I love that. I love that. Literally put it on my tombstone. <laughs> Done. Uh, okay. So first one. Uh, my husband had a micro cheating affair with a coworker for a year. They would text sometimes 100 times a day. He is her boss. When I, fa- 100 times a day. A lot, I know. I was thinking that is a lot of, is that like words or is that just like a short sentence? Like what? Go ahead. Y'all saw how many um, unread text messages I have. I can't imagine. Mm. We went to therapy. Oh, wait. Sorry. 100 times. I got caught up on 100 times a day. <laughs> Whew. It's a lot. <laughs> he is her boss. When I found out, he stopped texting outside of work, communicating. We went to therapy and worked on our marriage. I pressured him to fire her. She was an hourly employee and he wrote her up a few times and he did fire her. I know he did it because I pressured him to. Am I the asshole? No, I don't think she is. Um, I mean, I don't think she's, I think your husband's the asshole. The, well, the husband's definitely the asshole. But- I don't think you're the asshole. I don't think I, this one's kind of tough. Well, it, there's like, it could be different ways. Like a did, I'm assuming the girl knew about you. It's both of their fault. Like people always just get mad at the girl or they always just get mad. It's two people's faults. The, the girl asking this really needs to take it up with her husband. That's really where that issue lies outside of that though like if the girl knew that's just shitty to do to another girl and I feel like you have to remove the situation if you're gonna try to make it work and I think it'd be really hard to work there maybe he should have left actually well that's what I'm saying like okay one what were the context of the text messages mm-hmm. were they inappropriate or was it was it work related but it was just excessive and probably unnecessarily excessive it was like a way for them to just stay in touch like well, that she would be said, my said what is what was the beginning of it something an affair she said he had a micro cheating affair with a coworker okay. for a year they would text sometimes 100 times a day he is her boss when i found out well, oh it, i misunderstood yeah, so, so they were inappropriate text messages so that okay. that is stepping outside of your then yes relationship. i think that I don't think that it's fair to say that he should have been pressured to fire her. I think that's kind of fucked up if I'm being honest. Yeah, it Your is. husband should have left his job. Or he moved, should, um, not categories, <laughs> make a uh, transfer, find a new department. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, moving in the department. Because that'd be really hard. Depending on what the job was. As, I don't know what kind of job it is. Right. But there are other solutions besides hindering. You don't know, maybe she does she have children like did you just take money okay but let's say that she was just sitting boob picture like she was again let me say this before I say this it is both of their faults but what For did sure. it start like was she sending like boob pics and yeah like other how did stuff? it start yes because then I'm gonna be real pissed at her versus if it was kind of like a mutual thing that grew and they both were doing the same types of things or was she like enticing him and like going more because it is kind of like if she's trying to, of course it's his fault. He he fell into it, but I think that would depend. But yeah, really yeah. like the fair thing, honestly, is probably either he leaves to work on your marriage because that would create a lot of insecurities probably for the wife, but then, or to switch departments. Yeah. A hundred percent. They couldn't keep working together. I just don't think pressuring him to fire her was necessarily 
The right move. The right move. Also, but, what if you had to pressure your husband into doing that? I would I would hate that I had to pressure you into doing that. You should have proactively, if you wanted to work on this marriage, separated yourself something. from her. That's right. That's where I would be pissed. I wouldn't, I would be like, she doesn't matter. Yeah. It's with you and you that's where my I'm issues. kind of torn on this because I don't agree with the pressuring, but I also yeah. don't think you're the asshole in the situation. No. I think he's the asshole. I think you're in the a situation. woman. You're not and an I asshole. Think, yeah, and I think he handled I think he obviously shouldn't have had the micro affair and let's just call it what it is. It's an affair. If it's an mm-hmm. emotional affair, it's an affair. He shouldn't have had an affair and he also shouldn't have taken the cowardly route of mm-hmm. firing her. And that's my honest He opinion. needs to make it right. Right. Without but I don't pressure. think you're the asshole. No. I just don't think that this, I feel like this was just too messy all around. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. They just don't need to work together. However that looks different apartment, different floor, different whatever. Yep. And you better not text my man again. Agree. All right. Okay. Um, next one. Oopsie. Oh, booty. Where did this go? What? Hold on. I'm opening the email. Because that's where all our text messages oh, are. Oh, yeah. From the... I saw a late night one come in. That's got to be good. All right. We'll do that one first then. Okay. okay. Ladies. I didn't read it, so this will be... Perfect. My cousin is having a destination wedding in the Dominican Republic next May. I have a one-year-old and I'm six months pregnant with my second. She asked me to be a bridesmaid before I knew I was pregnant with my second. So I accepted thinking going with my one-year-old would be easy. Well, after discussing this with many other moms and my husband, we realized it's not the safest decision to bring two babies in diapers, not knowing how to swim, and both in the craziness of being one and two years old to a party resort in Putacana. I do not feel comfortable leaving them behind and being that far away when they're this small. I told my cousin my dilemma and extensively apologized that I would have to back out. I knew she would be disappointed, but she is straight up not speaking to me now and calling me inappropriate. I have her I have her one and a half years notice. Am I wrong here? What do you ladies think? Am I the asshole? No. That sounds, well, <laughs> that sounds like a terrible plan. Like I would not want to take my kids that little because that would be, that's not vacation. That'd well, be I really would, stressful. I wouldn't want to take one kid. No. Never mind two. It's a, it's a bachelorette. Yeah. And no, it's a oh, wedding. destination wedding. Just kidding. So, but also like if you have wedding stuff to do and you're, is she, she's in the wedding, right? She said she's in the wedding. Yeah, she's a bridesmaid. So who's going to have the kids? Cause I'm assuming the guys in it too. So who's going to have the kids? And that's a lot of work to put on someone else there on a vacation. Cause most of the time you make that a vacation out of the wedding. I don't know, but that's kind of harsh that she's just not talking to like cutting her out. Cause it's inappropriate. What's inappropriate. I don't a year and a half notice. I would probably leave my kid. That is easier said than done because I did leave Fisher for the first time when he was like around yeah. that eight, like around that 15 month age. I think but, there are other, I mean, Okay, no, I don't think you're the asshole. However, could you have maybe backed out of being a bridesmaid and just still said, I'd love to still attend the wedding? That way you can, maybe you have to bring your kids, but you can bring your kids and bring a, an au pair or bring a parent or, or a close friend. Not everybody's French. We can't all afford au pairs. <laughs> just, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> but maybe that's not an option or, or she probably would have done and, that before in the wedding. You know what I mean? If she can't do it, if she's in the wedding, maybe that's not an option. Maybe, but I'm just saying it's different if yeah. you go and bring the children and still feel like you need help mm-hmm. and going and having to be in the wedding because then you're separated so much and you've got other responsibilities. Yeah. And maybe there wasn't, 
that it sounded option, more like she because she was saying the kids don't know how to swim they're gonna be really young yeah I think regardless that's just a lot of work but also so I had a destination wedding and my I did not want kids in my wedding and one we were getting married on the ocean and the reception space was around a giant pool that wasn't going to be covered or protected and I just didn't want the risk of kids at my wedding sue me And so what I offered for the guests that I invited that had children is that I would hire a sitter for either the hotel that they were Mm -hmm. all staying at or in the house where the wedding was at. The sitter would keep them in the like inside. Yeah. But I offered that. I was like, I will pay for it. Like that is my option. I, I think that's a great plan. It was nobody took advantage of it people ended up leaving their kids at home most or, people want or just that. not coming like my yeah. sister didn't come to my wedding because it just the wasn't going yeah because uh, we did the same thing we had a beach wedding obviously a couple hours from where we lived and we had no kids my niece and nephew were there but my best friend brought her kids but had a, a sitter and yeah. other kids were there that way they could be there most people are like no I don't want to bring my kid right. you want to have fun but that would be my you know I wish if the cousin had offered that, you know, if it was really mm-hmm. that important for your cousin, for you to be there, that's a very simple and relatively inexpensive solution that she could offer you. So, you know, I don't know. Either way, you're not the asshole in this situation. It's no. just kind of a shitty circumstance. That does suck. And I would just maybe approach her and just say like, hey, like, I understand you're upset with me. You know, if here are some other solutions. Maybe we can work this out. And if maybe that's, you don't want to offer any other solutions, you know, I don't really know. I think that it's silly. Your family, I understand it's important to her that you're there. I don't know your relationship, like your cousins, some cousins They're obviously are close. super close. Yeah. Well, she's in the wedding. So well, that doesn't necessarily mean much. Oh, it's a small family. Sometimes they'll cousins instead of siblings I don't know yeah but, maybe but if they are close yeah there's got to be another option just ask for y'all try to mutually have an option give or, her give her time and then you have a year and a half to figure this out <laughs> yeah and then talk to her but also consider some of the options that we suggested maybe see if like a parent or a friend that you trust could come with you get an au pair get an au pair I'm never gonna win this one get a cornichon <laughs> okay next one uh my fiance's stepmom refuses to allow me or my fiance in their home because i spoke up and said i wasn't getting vaccinated back in 2020 i also made a post on facebook agreeing with the school board to make masks optional and leave it up to the parents because of this we're not allowed in their house my dad has come outside if we go over there or the dad she tells everyone how i'm such a horrible person and has called me a cunt multiple times because of the issue his dad will bring up my name and she will say fuck that cunt and tell him how he ruined wow. tell him how he ruined her day because he brought up my name his dad loves me and apologizes all the time for her behavior the best part of all is she allows my brother-in-law his wife and son in the house my sister-in-law and nephew aren't vaccinated, but since my brother-in-law got it, they are allowed in the house. Am I the asshole? Um, no. First one, all, she's the asshole because who's yeah. going to use that kind of language to describe somebody they're supposed to love? Like you're her yeah. family. But yeah. also, if she's making considerations for the other family, there's no reason she couldn't make exceptions for you. It sounds to me like she's using the vaccination issue to As be an a scapegoat yeah. to treat you like shit. Yeah. For there's something else reason. there. She's probably just leaning on that as a crutch because yeah, that's, that is absolutely ridiculous. 
I'm like, I don't even want to go to your house. So that's easy. Yeah, no, that's that's not okay. Yeah, that's wild. And like you said, the language, like if you're if you're talking like that to somebody that you are friends or care about or whatever. Uh, and to be so dramatic that like you're telling like your, hu- like she's telling her husband that just the mere mention of your name ruins her day. There's something much not, deeper yeah. going on there. Yeah. It goes far beyond the vaccination issue, regardless of where you stand on that. And that's not okay. You're not the asshole. She has more issues than Vogue. Yeah. Next. Okay, last one for today. We got a lot, so we'll save some of yeah. these. Okay, so I got invited to my fiance's family Christmas celebratory dinner. Uh, I was hoping we'd get some holiday ones. It's my first Christmas with them. I have always been picky about what I eat. Can't help it, and it has to do with psychological factors, childhood, and personal likes, dislikes. Before accepting her invite, I let my future mother-in-law know that I wouldn't be eating the traditional food at their celebration and showed her showed her a variety of dishes to choose from to accommodate me. She refused and told me to bring my own dish. Right. I oh, s- go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, did you send her a Pinterest recipe to cook That's for what, you? I'm like, what do you mean you showed her what to make you? <gasps> Continue. Okay. Um, well, I think we know where this one's going. Right. She refused and told me to bring my own dish. I said, if I had to bring my own dish when I'm a guest, then I better stay at home. We went back and forth and I insisted I wouldn't come if accommodations weren't made. I just thought it was a simple request and my future mother-in-law could have agreed if she really wanted me there. My fiance agreed that I should bring my own dish, but I didn't. When we arrived there and I saw no accommodations were made, I got up, got my things and walked out and went of home. Course. My future mother-in-law and fiance were both shocked. I got tons of calls and texts from them both. And my fiance came home lashing out, calling me selfish and spoiled to walk out like that over a dish that his mom didn't have to make for me and that it was my responsibility to feed myself. How is it my responsibility to feed myself when I'm a guest? Makes no sense to me. I told him this and he accused me of starting shit and ruining my first Christmas with his family and disrespecting his mom. Am I the asshole? Yes. A thousand And li- And this percent. is the crazy part. I've been in her, I'm in her situation a lot because I am pretty picky when it comes to like cheese, creamy crap like that. Yeah. If you're the only one that has that restriction, you bring your own food. Now, that being said, I am so lucky. Mike's grandparents always like, I like my steak cooked very different. They always leave the outside pieces for really accommodating. They are, but I always tell them don't base your meal on every time. Don't base your meal on, on me. Y'all do what y'all want to do. Yeah. I'll bring something. I would rather do that anyway. Well, I'm reading this and I'm thinking of Barbara. So mm. I have a friend who has, um, it's called like oral allergy symptom. <laughs> Basically, she can't eat any kind of produce. She can't eat like- Barbara? Barbara. Really? She can't eat any fruit or vegetable. It's basically the body mistakes the actual fruit for like the pollen. And so she has like an anaphylactic allergy reaction. So, I mean, when I tell you she can't eat anything, she can't eat anything. Like everything has to be custom to her. She can't have seasonings. It's it's wild. So whenever there's anything revolving around food with her, 
she says, don't worry about me. I've got it. And she will bring, she knows what she can eat. She mm -hmm. provides it herself. That's also a liability. I don't want you coming up in my house eat. having right. accidentally ate a piece of pineapple that I forgot that I put in something right. and you're here. I made you some plain pasta. Oop! I put olive oil on right. it. Now you're dead. We don't have an EpiPen. I'm really sorry. No, but I think that's normal though. Like, would you not like just want to bring your own thing? I would, I would just want to do that. And not for nothing. You're just entering this family and you don't want to get off on the right foot and make the best impression. Yeah. You got to be a peacekeeper. I'm, really, I'm like, I, I'm almost inclined to think that this isn't real. It does seem really out there. Like it's very dramatic because I just can't fathom that somebody walking into would, someone's kitchen and be like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm out of here. And then you like making this big dramatic yeah, entrance leaving. I just can't exit, fathom. Whatever. If I walked into a place and they, the food prepared was something that I didn't like, I just can't imagine leaving. I would just not eat. Me either. I'm like, I'm not hungry. And the mess was like, right. Rrr. I'd sit there and I would be dying, <laughs> famished. I, I'm, I'm actually then, good. I just ate. I'm, I'm, I'm really good, really. <laughs> just a little post-meal gas, you know? I just yeah. can't, I can't fathom no. being that. That's wild. Rude. So I hate to break it to you. But you're the asshole here, mm -hmm. and I, um, yeah, sorry. That's rough. There's that no is, other way. There's no other way to slice that. Yeah. Okay, well, this that was, was fun. Good. It was. Hold on, I have one more thing. Okay, oh. so I was telling Spencer before she got here, she already deboed the answer. We already know what she's going to say, because she shot me down real quick. But, so, I've never done a run before, ever. I've walked a run, so I guess that's a walk. She's. Got it. Um, so I've never done a 3K, 5K, whatever. Or no, 5K or a 10K. See, I don't even know what it is. I have committed, okay, to do a 5K, which is three miles. Anybody can run three miles, right? Mm, doubt it. But we're going to try it. So me and Bouge, manager Bouge, found this, I beg your pardon. So I'm like in Dolly's, like, I don't even know. But anyway, they emailed me this thing. And I was like, I'm doing that. It's a virtual run. When I tell y'all, we're about to run for Dolly. I'm going to pick a day in February. So I want any of y'all share the link. You get a medal. <laughs> I get a medal. The bib. bib Boosh, are you going to wear your bib? Duh. I'm going. You're going to know I'm in a 5K. Duh. I'm doing it. I'm going to wear it all day. But it's a, um, I run for movement type of thing. And it's given back to charities. And so I'll share the link on my stories. You can pick a t-shirt or a tank top. Sorry. What? I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. Five, 10 K. I'm a lie and say I did the 10 K, but it's really going to be the five, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can drive beside us oh, and capture the moment. A thousand you want to do that? Yeah. And then we'll run to target after. And then maybe you could, that'll count as yours. Oh, you still ran that day. Yeah. It doesn't really say you have to do it on your feet. So <laughs> they give you the safety y'all it's legit you pin it to your shirt it's very cute i uh -huh. like that plan so yeah so we're gonna do it spencer's gonna drive beside it. i love that you're gonna be a part of it yeah. um and then every now and then i'll ask you for water and you can just be like i beg your pardon and i'll be like water right. but anyway i'm gonna post the link because i thought it would be really cool if y'all did it with us and it's virtual or if you're local maybe we'll have spencer drive beside all of us and really make us feel like crap Actually, I love that idea. Right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll share it. And Spencer will be the manager. 
of it. She'll be the supervisor just to make sure we're all set. I'll be like the leader of the parade. I'll just cruise in the vehicle and you guys can like mm-hmm. run behind me. You just, you're making sure the path is safe. It's, right. it's 2023. You know, we, we gotta have, be safe. Safety first. There are killers first. out there. We'll get you an orange vest and then you maybe could have, well, you get arrested if you have like a flashing thing to like. I'll just wear the dolly wig. Yeah. We'll ha- we will run for dolly. And you, I'll be Dolly. Are Dolly? I'll put on three bras, hike these tits up to my chin, It'll and be perfect. Done. I love it. So anyway, <laughs> we're gonna all do that. Y'all are gonna sign up, and that's on that. Beautiful, cool. That's it. That's all we got. All right. Well, can't wait to hit the next million downloads. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us five stars and some words of affirmation. That would be great. Thank you for the two people love that did it. it last week. We we love you. Thank you. They were really sweet. Oh, the oh, one, the one you. leading it. Well, it was three. Oh, say no more. Right. We don't need to talk about. We her. don't need to talk about that. So if y'all could just you know, leave us some as the other two ladies did. Thank you for being a trendsetter and starting your new year off right. (laughs) Uh, You can uh, hit us on the hotline, call or text 919-867-6776. If you have an MIV asshole, need some advice or just need to get something off your chest. Uh, And that's all. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 I'm scared what you'll see. Bye. Bye.